The following program contains swearing right from the fucking start. <laughs> Hello and welcome to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm Sunny Dap. And I'm Jazz and this is our special bonus episode about Hong Kong, which we went to a couple of weeks ago. Hong Kong, baby! Bonus episode. So that was our nice little Hong Kong remix. intro remix. Yeah, yeah, which was pretty cool. Hopefully it worked well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this bonus episode, we're going to bring you everything that we did in Hong Kong. Yeah. But break it down into about six manageable sections. Okay. Does that sound good? Six bite-sized pieces. Yep. So I think we should start with the main thing. So obviously Hong Kong for us is halfway across the world practically, isn't it? Literally so halfway. So let's talk about the travel. Okay, cool. So um, yeah, <laughs> we left from Birmingham Airport. So you sound a bit dazzled. So we left I from am, Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. I'm still uh, jet lagged. <laughs> so, we, so we went from Birmingham and yeah. we got... So we decided to get an Uber there, but it turned out Uber wasn't actually the cheapest, was it? No, your actual local taxi company. Was much cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he almost broke our back getting there. Oh my God. Because of the speed bumps. So this guy was basically driving through, which fair play on him, right? So it's it's five o'clock, it's rush hour, and you got to get to the other side of Birmingham near the airport. Yeah. This geezer was like going through the small roads, going over the speed bumps at full speed. Yeah. You know, he probably thought, which we should have told him though our plane is going to be about 10 o'clock in it yeah you don't need to rush so we left in good time because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were planned and we were prepared yeah that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. first time in the whole trip where yeah. we actually weren't late i know it and we were on time and after that that's going to be a recurring theme so get ready for it Through so our, uh, things so basically we decided to fly from birmingham airport yeah and we flew by emirates emirates yeah and uh, that was basically because it was the most direct flight yeah, and it was the shortest flight layover as well. Yeah, and it was um, it just worked out better for us basically, yeah. rather than having like long flights. And uh, we met up with a couple of our friends. So four of us went together yeah. from Birmingham. Uh, one of them was from up north, so he got the train down. Yeah, and I, was I think it's pretty good. Like going, are we name dropping our friends? I think we should do because then we're gonna when we're telling stories, it's just gonna be weird, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's gonna be like this okay. friend, that friend. Yeah. Okay, so basically our friends Roman and Hops yeah. came from well, Birmingham. Roman, yeah, Roman, yeah, Roman came from up north and Hops is from Birmingham. From Birmingham, so, yeah. So, so basically we all met up and it's pretty good going as a group, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was first yeah. time that I think for me, yeah, definitely good going as a group. I think together. the thing that we noticed in um, uh, Birmingham Airport was that it was a bit um, expensive on the drinks front, wasn't it? Yeah, everything was, man. So everything was expensive. But anyway, we shouldn't talk too much about Birmingham Airport. Yeah. Because this, this the isn't the bit. Birmingham episode, the Birmingham airport episode, is it, man? This is what happened in Hong Kong, bro. Yeah, so basically, we flew from Birmingham to Hong Kong, and we had a layover in Dubai. Yeah. And how did you find the flight? I thought it was pretty good. I thought, I thought it was wicked. The getting there, like, you, you know, you're, it's just filled with, like, excitement and energy and enthusiasm. And yeah. you're just like, yes, can't wait for this. And, you know, which was awesome. I did find that the layover was pretty cool as well. I'm happy that we all had, like, two hours, three I hours. about three hours, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And you just hopped onto the next flight. And you don't even notice anything. Like you yeah. literally, you're 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 in like a daze, isn't it? Yeah. And plus, you had like enough entertainment. There was yeah. plenty of space to move around. That ice entertainment system yeah. they use on that. That's pretty cool, isn't it? So we were on a, like a double deck Airbus, wasn't it? Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. And uh, we're gonna answer the most important questions that everyone asks about flying. That do your taste buds change 
in flight. So basically, obviously we're fly- flying for long distances. So no one had Google on their phone. Yeah. So myself, Roman and Jazz were having conversations. And normally, like it took you back to like old school where first of all, we had to have conversations. And also, if someone said something, you just have to take their word for it. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like now you can Google it straight away and turn around and say to someone, you know, hold a minute, you're talking rubbish. Yeah. So my my fact was, which was that you can't taste anything, or your taste buds change while you're in flight. Yeah, and uh, so yeah. the food's made. Well, the food's made with extra extra flavoring and extra. Oh, that's what I think of it, but yeah. So anyway, here's what Google says. So you can't taste sweetness or saltiness nearly as well as an airplane due to the altitude and pressure. Yeah. As well as the lack of humidity. And the cabin air also decreases your ability to smell and tasting as much as like as part of your nasal passages as your taste buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though the food has some flavour to it, they yeah. amp up the saltiness and sweetness just so you can actually taste the food. No way, man. I didn't realise to do that. Yep. And the other thing that we wanted to answer was, do babies get jet lagged? And do the they? answer is... Yeah. yeah they do. Oh. Like, why would they not get jet lagged? I don't know, man. You just think that, like, they're so tiny. You think they just sleep it through? No, it's because I think it affects their sleep pattern as well. Oh. So, when you get to wherever your destination is, you try, should try to get them to sleep in the local time. Yeah. And wake up at the local time. And then when they come back, sleep and wake in local time, which is the same as us. Yeah, I suppose. Get jet lagged. But then you think, like, babies be up till, like, three o'clock in the morning anyway, man. <laughs> they, yeah. They're running on some other time zone, man. They're not. Talking about babies, I had. That um, classic movie scenario where there's an annoying kid sitting behind oh me, God, and he, the chair, and he was doing all the things, all the yeah. cliche things in it. Yeah, he's like he's he's like he watched a film about yeah. <laughs> how to annoy adults and, yeah. who are sitting in front of him, and he was there full on going for it, doing everything. He was kicking the seat, he was rocking the seat, he was hitting his toy in the seat. And I think his parents must have been either sleeping or dead because yeah. they were not they were not telling him off. And there's a number of times that you, you guys turned around and told I, him off. Yeah, I turned around, looked, just looked at him and he's just stopping it. So, yeah. But he was bored out of his face, man. Yeah, I don't think that ruined my flight, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was fine. Like yeah. he was, I thought he was going to knock out any minute now. Yeah. Which he did anyway. <laughs> yeah. So he was fine. Yeah. He's only doing it for a bit. He didn't bother me so, too much. Um, yeah, but, yeah, so, managed. the travel was fine, wasn't yeah. it? To Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, did you want to mention anything about the travelling in Hong Kong in general? Yeah, that was, everything was pretty efficient, man. Yeah, so yeah. we basically used practically every form of transport didn't we yeah yeah so the the rail system or the metro system so basically the mtr yeah so you land in you land in the airport then you get a train to no we got the bus oh we got no we got we had to get at the airport and get a train into the the station innit? and then get a bus from there oh did we yeah yeah because remember this yeah so basically oh, yeah, yeah, airport, we did, yeah. yeah so we got a bus and the bus was pretty sufficient that took yeah. us to where we were staying in mancock yeah and that took us to airbnb yeah which was good yeah but with some flaws several flaws several seven flaws. of them but basically flaws or flaws are you saying flaws or? i'm saying flaws as in like you had a bit of issues on it. yeah I'm, i was doing the play on words oh was it okay cool okay so basically what was wrong with the airbnb i, I think like, the travel yeah so yeah. like we we're saying the mtr yeah so if you're going to travel there make sure you take you buy the octopus, octopus card, card. Yeah, yeah yeah so the octopus card you can use that to pay for your travel food yeah, taxis, taxis as well. yeah. bus. So practically everything. It's pretty cool though. So yeah. like, you know, it's one card. You just top it up and you just you can yeah. travel the whole of Hong so Kong. So we put on for the week. We put on about a hundred dollars, which yeah. is about eleven pound. Eleven pound. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty good, and it's quite useful having that. And the connection and the efficiency of the trains is 
amazing, wasn't it, basically? Yeah, definitely. So the trains were, like, really frequent. They went to a lot of the local places. Mm. And uh, everything was quite close by to an MTR station. Yeah. And a lot of the times we were getting taxis, they knew where to drop us off based on where the MTR stations were. I mean, that's another good thing as well. Like, when you are booking somewhere to stay in um, Hong Kong, make sure it's near a a station. Yeah. Because I think... I don't. I didn't know if we were looking at that when we no, were. We were yeah. Well, we were. Okay, yeah. cool. I thought it was a happy coincidence. No, no. Clearly, no. it wasn't. Yeah. Clearly, so you our friends somewhere. said that make whatever you do, make sure you book it near these MTR stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Which we didn't anyway. Yeah. So she said book it near Mongkok MTR station, but we booked it near Prince Edward. But in the area of Mongkok. In the area of Mongkok. Okay, yeah. cool. That's what I meant. That's. I don't think we done that, but it worked out. Yeah. So it was a happy coincidence, right? No, no, no. She said book it near a MTR station. Oh, okay. Like, it doesn't really matter where you Along are. Along with the like, Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Um, anything else about the travel? I thought the getting around the taxis, everything was fine, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. We used Uber there as well. Yeah, that was so pretty Uber cool. So Uber was pretty cool, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And just walking around was pretty good as well, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. generally. Like, it was quite a safe place to uh, live. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so the next thing, the things to do in Hong Kong. Cool. Let's 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 do this, man. So we've done a lot. So we went there for about what seven days? I think it was less than seven days. So it's probably probably like six days, max. Six days. Yeah. Okay. But we must have done that, like easily twelve days worth of stuff. Yeah. So hit us up. What we got? You want me to do it? So we got Disneyland. So yeah. So that's that's the thing we done on our first day, wasn't it? Yeah. So we went to Disneyland, and uh, we went with a group of our friends. Yeah. And. The Disneyland was pretty good. It's the first time you've been. Yeah, so first time I went to Disneyland, and apparently everyone was saying that the Disneyland in Hong Kong is good, but it's smaller compared to the one in Paris, smaller than the one in obviously Florida. America. Yeah. But I thought it was still good, though. It still had everything yeah. you wanted. It was still magical. It still had that feeling. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. And I think a lot of the rides were really good as well, weren't they? Yeah. So we went on the Iron Man ride. Yeah. Forty experience. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that's. The great thing as well, what we liked as well is, well, first of all, the weather in Hong Kong when we were there was amazing, like 30 degrees all the way. And you wouldn't even like, it was, we went on a Saturday morning and it was so, it was, it was more practically dead, wasn't it? Hmm. Like you didn't have to queue up for anything. It's pretty chilling. Yeah. So that was good. I think the the ride that was absolutely insane was uh, that it's a small, small world. Oh, that was, that, yeah. do you feel that went on for too long? It's like that was one of the psychedelic kind of experience yeah it's like, you had, like right? you're taking some like lsd or some acid yeah. and you're tripping and you're tripping and you're it, going through this ride and it just carries on and carries on yeah i kind of wanted to finish because the, the same song was carried on playing and then yeah. when you went to different parts of the world it was just playing in different languages yeah it? or different themes and it, it kind of got to a point where i was like i'm sick of this now yeah <laughs> i i want to get off yeah uh, but it was okay what are the rides are good at um, uh, disneyland um went on this haunted um so this haunted mansion kind of thing. Yeah. So it was like the mysterious mansion hmm. where this um this guy who literally was ripped from the colonial era had uh, stolen and looted artifacts from around the world and then they were brought back to life with this magical spell. Come that was on, pretty man. cool. Come on. <laughs> Don't get political. But that yeah, was pretty that, cool. But I think there's, there was a lot to do in Disneyland so it's definitely worth visiting. Yeah. So we'll I'd definitely go definitely and have that it. on your list. How much is that in like UK pounds? About 60 quid? about 60 quid yeah 60 quid and you can literally spend the whole day in it which is yeah. pretty cool um the food was nice as well like it was it was funny though because we went to like a full-on disneyland and you actually had like proper chinese food yeah and that was nice as well the food that we had there that was amazing yeah that was cool. um uh the other thing that we did was big buddha 
Big Buddha as well. That was amazing. Yeah. So, what with Bug- with Big Buddha, we definitely recommend. Um, you can get the MTR station. Yeah. To the so stop. you can basically get the MTR to. I can't remember the name of the station now, but yeah. you can get the um uh, the train, the metro. Yeah. And uh, the metro stop takes you to right outside where you need to be. Yeah. And then from there, we decided to get a cable car. So you can either trek up it or you can get a cable car. Yeah. And there's two choices with the cable cars. You can either have a crystal glass bottom mm. um, cable car or you can have the normal one. So we decided that we were going to go for the crystal glass bottom one because it offers a different experience. Yeah, and that was pretty cool as well because when you're travelling up the cable car, like the views are amazing anyway. Yeah. But having the glass bottom one, that just adds an extra... Extra, extra element. dimension, yeah. yeah. Extra element and extra sense of danger. Yeah. To the point. I, where I think you... I quite I enjoyed that. It was quite good, yeah. wasn't it? And we, you know, some people say that you can take either take the the glass the cable car up hmm. and then travel down by bus. Yeah. But the quickest way we found was getting down via cable car as yeah. well, because it just it just it just takes the hassle out of the whole journey, innit? Yeah. And it's it just it easier, wasn't it? Yeah. And like you know, you get to see the view again, and I thought but that was yeah. quite a good um, What was your thoughts when you finally got to? When you got to the area of Big Buddha and all that. So the Big Buddha, everything was amazing there. Like, obviously, it's like a um, uh, spiritual... Yeah. Um, what is the word called? It's a religious ground, isn't it? Yeah. For um, the Buddhists. And it's still it's still an active monastery. Yeah. And that was crazy as well. Like, there were... It was... When you when you, when you you get there, when you land in the area, it's filled with all the like, corporate and commercial things, like a mm. Starbucks and all that. Yeah. Fair enough, because, like, you know, everyone's got to make the money from it. Yeah. Like, the... the which is pretty cool, but when you start going into deeper into it, then it all the, yeah. the whole corporate things. Tr- so you could imagine away. like some people were there doing a pilgrimage and stuff. So yeah. there was people like there were separate areas from the um, tourist events yeah. where the people who are obviously Buddhists would can do their praise in in silence away from the tourists. Yeah. So there were some bits where the tourists weren't allowed in, but I mean, even though we still had a bit of a sneak peek and had a look at yeah. the it was there the were, temples were like, the, so the people. Even that the big Buddha they're like everywhere, like the people are really nice and they they basically just said dad signs up as I was saying look, don't take any pictures, be respectful, don't be too loud. Like people are still praying. Like mm. that was pretty cool. So, um uh, the, what do you think of the big Buddha itself? That was amazing man. Basically you have to take once you once you get there on the cable car, it's them stairs that kill yeah. you, man. Those so hundred stairs or whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah. you gotta travel all up these stairs and there's no other way of getting there, yeah. as far as I know. Um, the, the hundred steps, to be honest, didn't feel like that much. Was it a hundred? It's about a hundred or so. Yeah, okay. it definitely wasn't like some people are saying it's three hundred steps. I don't think yeah. it was that. It felt like three hundred steps. I yeah. can see why where that figure. I think come what, from. the reason it was difficult and challenging was because I felt that the air was getting thinner. Yeah. Like the higher up we were going. Yeah. So it's already on top of a mountain, and it was. Uh, oh yeah, we're supposed to be dropping facts, aren't we? No, it's. I think now the the whole experience, like you, you know, we were taking pictures and everything, but. The pictures we were taking of the Big Buddha just wouldn't do any justice. I think it's one of those things that you definitely have to go there and experience. Yeah. And, you know, like, just have a have a genuine feel of it and see what it's about. But I think with the... What I liked about the Big Buddha was it was the fact that, you know, it's it's the, the fact that they're still... Obviously, it's an active monastery, but it's, you know, they're still keeping it, you know, like... Hmm. It's not... So the Big Buddha is a large bronze statue... Mm. And it was completed in 1993. Wow, that's pretty recent, isn't that's it? That's quite recent, yeah. And uh, it's sited in the Polin Monastery. And it's uh, 
it's I, I think it does it symbolizes the harmonious harmonious relationship between man nature people and faith I think I would agree with that yeah um just trying to think what else go on Sonny what else I'll tell you what 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 you what you couldn't do there which is really nice you can basically um light light some incense sticks yeah and then you know um put prayers towards the buddha as well which is nice. glad you said that <laughs> yeah 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 um you can do yeah. that and so we then... we bought some uh, incense sticks from yeah. the shop but yeah. you, there were some free ones as well yeah so if you want to light them for free you can but and they we had, thought we'd just give as a donation they to had all all shapes and sizes man yeah you had some that were really small and you had one which like literally looked mm. like like it was the incense stick of the big buddha man it, yeah. like it was massive but it was just amazing like it was so peaceful and tranquil so the know, statue itself is actually like 112 feet tall mm-hmm. and weighs over 250 metric tons well wow. And it was constructed from 202 bronze pieces. That's for mental, Yeah. And it can it can be seen across the bay from as far as Macau on a clear day. Wow. It's pretty cool. And oh, wait there. It says visitors well. have to climb 268 steps to reach the Buddha. It's about so 100, don't it? That is grinding <laughs> down. <laughs> that's a Wikipedia error, man. <laughs> it's about 100 steps. I'm sure he just I'm sure he felt like it's about 100 steps. To be honest with you, I felt like I took 100 stops though. Did you? Yeah, literally, man. Like I was climbing up there and I got to a point where, you know, like my legs were burning. Yeah. Cuz I was like muscles, I was like, you know, I got to get up there cuz I knew as soon as I get up there, I could just rest up there on it. But that was wicked. Cool. What so else? talking about Macau. Yo, oh, yeah, Macau, yeah. So what was I talk about? Macau. No, so Macau mainland. is a island, or so it's an area of um, Hong Kong. Is yeah, it, is it Hong Kong? But you live in the mainland, yeah. aren't you? So, so let me just bring up. So the... we, so Macau is basically known as the Las Vegas of China. Yeah, and I think that's a bit of a diss to Macau because I think Macau's its own special thing. But I yeah. think the reason why they use that terminology is because it just helps. people not from the area understand it yeah. mainly like people from like the western part of the world but mm. i think macau as a as a place to visit was pretty awesome filled with casinos filled with loads of shops and everything yeah so it's quite good wasn't it, it yeah. to, i've been to las vegas and it did have the las vegas vibe yeah and you could see that obviously the people who owned the casinos they must have used the same blueprint on the buildings of course yeah. so they made them like almost identical so like you know i don't think that the um uh, casinos were going to have different buildings yeah. for Macau. Um but do you want to drop your facts about Macau? Macau's formulary form form formulary. Formulary a No, formally. Formally, yeah. formulary. Formally a uh, colony of Portugal. Yep. And it's been I think Hong Kong as well it was um of UK uh, colony and both of them have been given uh, 50 years to integrate with hmm. um China is a an into the Chinese yeah. country but so Macau remained under the Portuguese control until about 1999 and then it was yeah. returned to China when when did they decide I was in find interesting when does a part of the a city or something like Macau decide you know what, gambling that's how we're going to make our tourism that's always interesting isn't it I kind of feel like um uh, Chinese are large gamblers well yeah i know what you yeah. mean yeah like i think it's probably like a 
pastime maybe yeah because we did go to some of the casinos and we saw like we saw your regular stuff like your roulettes and all that yeah. and then we saw loads of like games that we'd never seen before and mm. I could imagine that they're just like clearly made for the Chinese market I'll, yeah. th- I'll tell you what I loved about Macau as well though I loved like the building the architecture the vibe as well and also the journey there like we got a first class fast um, ferry and that was awesome and you see you know like um, experiencing first class and you get like unlimited drinks and little things like that just yeah. made the journey just um, just a little bit extra yeah. special didn't it, it so you have to get cool. a ferry to Macau you can't yeah. get the um, uh, the MTR or the train or anything yeah. so the ferry like you said like we, we opted awesome, for the first class option it was only about 15 it's about $150 more so that's about 15 quid about 15 quid but yeah. you do get drinks yeah. so if you're going in the afternoon or the morning it's probably worth it because you get like coffees and you get everything man. and whatever you want and, so I th- I think I think and they look after you it. as well man yeah. they, when you're there as well as a as your first class thing is you've got to make mm. sure when you do go to Macau you take your passports as well yeah because it literally is like well you're obviously stepping into another part of yeah. a country um, and it's literally like passport control yeah like they, and the, the port thing was nice wasn't it what was it called the the harbour where we yeah that was pretty cool like where you got onto the, the ferry and then as soon as you've you've passed through all that then you basically are met with like loads of buses for the different casinos yeah and that's all free as well which I yeah. thought was cool so you got shuttle buses that go from the in between the casinos yeah and they also go back to the ferry stations yeah and it's quite small so you know you like can move around quite freely so you know like if you do want to move between the casinos rather than walking just get the mm. the shuttle buses between them which they, just makes it easier yeah yeah and the, the good thing is though like somewhere like when we went anyway the weather was awesome so you felt yeah. like walking mm. and it was like it's all you know as we said all clear roads stretches yeah you can just walk through and but I think you don't realise that the, the casinos are huge yeah so like even though something might be next door it's like it's quite a bit of a walk absolutely yeah man. from door to door to while entrance. we were in Macau we went on a couple of uh, attractions as well went on the uh, Batman Dark Knight Dark yeah. Wing so basically each hotel yeah. has an attraction yeah. of some sort or a gimmick and we went to Studio City Studio City so there was their, 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 their thing was Hollywood movies yeah so then therefore they had a so there's a Batman Dark Dark, dark Flight Dark Flight yeah. 4D experience and it's yeah. quite funny though because we you know you finally get into the experience and it's pretty cool it's very theatrical yeah. and not in theatrical in the sense of there's theatre actors but you feel like you're you're in the experience yeah and that's the and they didn't even started the 4D part of it yeah you know you got screens playing you got you know you feel like you know you're actually in Batman's lair yeah you see the, the bat suit in the, you're in the bat cave sorry and then it's like you know he's narrating and he's like, saying to you that you know we need to get you to the drama starts doesn't it yeah the yeah. drama starts and you take you to the take you to the bat wing and you're sitting in the bat wing and it's quite funny though because literally two seconds before he's about to start we're like wait a minute where's the three where's the four 3d glasses 3d glasses three, oh yeah and uh, we were like literally saying that how how is this going to compare to the iron man right 4dx experience that we went to which was because awesome that was awesome wasn't it yeah, yeah. so literally like Sonny was saying before he's about to start we were saying this is going to be rubbish yeah and like within like the first 30 seconds of the simulation starting yeah 
Honestly, man, I, I was amazing, wasn't it? I felt like I was going to fall out, man, literally. Yeah. Like, I was there holding on to the thing. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah. basically, you feel like, first of all, you, the city down, and you think to yourself, wait a minute, why are we not sitting at the front? And then, the, basically, everything just lowers down. The seats move up, and you're literally just hanging off, and then the whole experience begins. Yeah. And it's like non-stop from there. So, somehow, they managed to do, like, a 3D experience with that yeah. 3D glasses. Which I think, in, which I'm not surprised, you know. Like, I've always thought that as well, that can you do that and they obviously proved it yeah. showing it they proved it they can mm. so I thought that was pretty cool and you know these these things that they're doing theme parks are going to make into the regular cinema I mean yeah. 4DX already has mm. it's made into regular cinema which is pretty cool yeah. and the other thing other ride we went on while we were in Studio City was um, was the Golden Reel yeah which was what would you describe it as like a Ferris wheel it's a Ferris wheel but yeah, it's a Ferris wheel. In the shape of an eight, in it? shape of a figure eight, yeah. Yeah, which was awesome as well because you get in there, you know, you got a glass bottom, um, you know, glass bottom carriage, and you get to see views on Macau that you would never normally see. Hmm. And that was another amazing experience as well. And you know, we're not really big, we're not really big gamblers. Um, there wasn't really interested in the games, but there's still so much to see. You got, you know, you got malls and you got shops, and you know, just walking around all these places and just. Yeah, just taking it all in, man. It was uh, really good. So Macau, you could probably do... You know, some people say you could spend a day and a night there. But it depends on what you want to do. I think, in retrospect, it would have been good if we had gone at night. Yeah. In a group and gone out for a night out. Okay. Yeah. Because the casino thing, like, we weren't, we, we weren't really gamblers because we're not really that much into it. But, yeah. Um, um, I think going as a group, it might have been a good laugh. I actually enjoyed what we did with it. I think... Um, as I said, I wasn't, you know, not really a big gambler, but I enjoyed going there to check out the architecture and stuff. Yeah. And the buildings are like they're marvels, man. Like literally, like even the Apple Store looked, looked it's just gigantic. Cool. What was the other thing that we did? So the other thing that we went to as well was um, uh, Ocean Park. So Ocean Park is um, is another is another theme park in Hong Kong, and uh, it's quite a special one because it's so many things. It's a it's a theme park and yeah it's a theme park it's got a panda conservatory as well conservatory conservatory <laughs> sanctuary probably yeah panda sanctuary sorry and an aquarium so yeah. it's got all those three things and also i think it may be called ocean park because it literally on the side of ocean front maybe yeah but basically this is what i'm uh, the uh, wikipedia describes it as it's a marine mammal park Okay. Oceanarium, okay. animal theme park, and amusement park, situated in the Wong Chok Hang and Nam Lung Shan, southern district of Hong Kong, and it's the second largest theme park in Hong Kong, following Disneyland. No way! For some reason, I felt that Ocean Park was bigger. I had mm. better rides. But anyway, um, Ocean Park opened in like nineteen seventy-seven. No way, man. It's been a thingy. And it became popular in 2000, 2005. Is that because it had the panda? Maybe. But, but I mean, that was the first time that I've ever seen a panda. Same here, man. Yeah. That was amazing, wasn't it? So they had like a giant um, panda habitat. Yeah. Which was set in a rainforest. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, wasn't it? That was definitely like... Every time I, sp- I said to somebody, oh, you can go and see a panda in Hong Kong. Go, oh, they can see one in Edinburgh. But I was like, forget mm-hmm. that, man. You want to see a panda in his natural habitat. But previously, I think they used to also have um, uh, a killer whale as well. Between 1979 and 1997. Oh, no. Was that? 
Yeah, but I think that I, I don't remember seeing the enclosure or anything. No, so no. they probably got rid of that. And the other thing that they apparently had was was a polar bear and uh, penguins. But I don't remember seeing yeah. that or the closure, enclosures for that. Okay. But the, the panda was amazing because like... Yeah. It was, it was so weird, isn't it? Like yeah. seeing the panda in real life. It was... Uh, <laughs> I was just laughing at what you were saying. It was like, it could be a panda or... It could be a man in a bear suit. Basically. Yeah, and, it, and they're trying to con us. But yeah. it was crazy because you get into the panda sanctuary and, um, you know, you got to be really quiet. Yeah. And, you know, and the worst thing is, like, there were some people who were not being quiet. Yeah. This one guy was literally, you could see his right dickhead. He, Sorry, but he was there chatting away loudly. And all we can hear is everyone going, shh. Everyone mm. shushing him, like, mate, shut up. Yeah. And that's because, like, pandas are very... Solitary. solitary animals yeah and they only ever pop out every now and again but you so, know the, the weird thing about that panda was yeah like you know when you go to a museum where you want to see not a museum sorry when you go to a zoo and you want to see an animal yeah it was literally doing what you wanted it to do it was sitting there on display yeah in front yeah, yeah. of everybody eating food and just moving around and like you could see it clearly couldn't do you, you think that it had priv- privacy glass on its side so he could only see he couldn't see us I think so. That's why that he would was... make sense in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because imagine if he could see us, he'd be distracted in it. That's a good observation, you know. So, like, I'm, I'm thinking that he probably could just see just darkness hmm. on his front. Yeah. And he's probably just there chilled out because he'd be spooked in it. Yeah. But it was funny though because the panda gets up and everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's got up! What's he gonna do?" Or she, and uh, he basically goes and just gets some more food and he just yeah. starts munching it. But that was a, it. Was like. I was going to say it's like seeing a unicorn, but I've never, no one's ever seen one of them. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? It's just seeing something. Uh... So we went on a few good rides as well. So, like, obviously it was a, an amusement park as well. Yeah. So we went on the Flash. The Flash was pretty cool. Yeah, that was wild. That was dangerous, wasn't it? That was a proper dangerous because yeah. you basically, um, you're rotating, um, you know, th- uh, 360 degrees side- yeah. sideways. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then you're getting turned upside down as well. Yeah. But you got to see some crazy views. And then not only does it turn upside down, it stays upside down, doesn't it? Oh, like, yeah, it, it doesn't... feels like you're upside down for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when it you, stops it? upside down, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. The rides so, were good as well. We also went on the mine train. Oh, yeah, that was good. And Which was weird because this mine train had a option option to have a, the visual what are they call VR glasses VR headset yeah Samsung VR glasses that would have been weird I didn't understand that but I can see why they don't now because I think the mine train wasn't all that but you know what as we said because it's on a a cliff a cliff cliff front yeah cliff edge of the ocean hmm. you when you're on the roller coaster you can basically see amazing views yeah I tell you though I think the scariest ride for me in the in ocean park was so basically when you enter the park you enter at the bottom level and mm. then to go towards the to the th- the rides, the roller coaster rides, you got to jump in a cable car. Yeah, and that was the scariest part yeah. because basically you just keep going up and up and yeah. up. So it keeps getting higher and higher and higher. And, and this cable car was so much smaller, wasn't it? It was so much smaller, and it's so much. It was moving side to side. Yeah, it's very rickety, and then it was just randomly stopped. Yeah, and at like, that point, I sh- like I'm not gonna lie, man. I was like, what the hell's going on? And then you see randomly see a tiny sign. Which says, if it does stop, don't worry, because we take our time getting on passengers who are either old or disabled. Old or disabled. And I was thinking, okay, we, you know, if they said that before, he wouldn't have, you know, he would have eased us a bit. But that was pretty awesome. 
and I think yeah, I definitely recommend Ocean Park. I think you spend about half a day there, and like yeah. get it out, get it out of the way. I think the other thing that we were asking our friend Roman Stroke tour guide Nitin, oh, Nitin, oh yeah, was that um, uh, do Chinese people eat panda? Yeah, which sounds like a strange question, but it's on the menu. Or potentially <laughs> on the menu. Do you know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. It's like you know, different cultures eat different animals. So yeah. it was just an interesting thing of like, has any, has anyone eaten panda? But he was saying that he doesn't think anyone's ate panda for like two, three hundred years because yeah. it's the national animal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was also saying, who the hell wants to eat bear meat? Because that's what it is, isn't it? Really. But then I don't know. Like, who who would want to eat kangaroo meat? But people do, isn't it? Yeah. And you were saying horse meat as well, aren't they? Yeah, in France. But anyway, nobody eats panda meat because he was saying that you would make more money from a live panda from a live panda than you would from panda sushi or panda cookies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So that was interesting. What else did fact. we do in Hong Kong? I think the other thing that we did, which which I thought was pretty unique, we yeah. had a boat party, didn't we? So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So this basically was uh, a group of like 14 of us yeah and um so it's 14 people that we knew yeah so basically the the we'll we get on to this but the reason we went to hong kong was because it was we went to a wedding party yeah and we went with about 14 other people we met yeah um including ourselves and um basically we we it was described to us as a boat party which either meant it was a formal boat party yeah with Black, t- like, yeah, you know, the... black ties and it's at night and yeah. you know you're gonna have like you're gonna be on a boat and... yeah and you're gonna have what what are those things called that kind canapes of canapes and yeah. all that kind of stuff so i was thinking it's champagne reception party, yeah or we're literally gonna have a boat and we're gonna jump in the water i'm gonna party yeah we... but it was the latter in it yeah it was a fun boat party with yeah. activities which is cool so basically i wasn't that uh, excited about getting in the water because I've never got into the sea water before. Yeah, and that was that was the first time experience for me as well. Yeah, man. and I'll tell you, man, that stuff was salty, man. That yeah. water was in it. So basically, the our friend Nitin said that, look, make sure you take your swimming trunks or your shorts, even if you don't, if you're not in the mood to go in there straight away. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're on the boat, you're gonna regret it. Yeah. So I thought I'm definitely not gonna go in the water, but as Nitin was right I regretted it straight away but luckily my friend Robin had brought a spare pair well he actually brought the clothes that he was going to change into in yeah. it. so he he, he what a soldier he man he took one for the team yeah <laughs> he was like I'm going to help my best friend out here Jazz my best friend that I've known yeah. for ages I'm going to help him out and so he sacrificed a dry pair of clothes so his dry clothes so, so he could I could <laughs> jump in the water yeah because <laughs> I made a bad decision <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is I even said to you oh, man, like, Take something But you was adamant You're like nah man No I was 100% convinced I'm not going to want to Jump in But as yeah. soon as you're there And like the sun's shining Yeah The water's calm Everyone's jumped in Everyone's yeah. having fun It's such a wicked laugh That's what made it wicked You know The fact that it was hot And the one thing I wasn't expecting Hong Kong to be Was hot yeah. Like you literally go there And it's just The weather's beautiful Yeah And you get to the bottle party part And the views are amazing The sea air is amazing uh, with, you know the, the fresh air and the water's warm as well and you're right you know it was so tempting because yeah. as soon as like, I've seen a few people getting I was thinking wow this looks awesome man. Yeah. I'm going to go and get in as well so literally and I sat there for like five minutes and thought damn it? 
And I, I instantly regret this. <laughs> and all I, all I gotta say is that life jackets was a lifesaver, bro. <laughs> exactly. <isn't it? laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, uh, the other good thing that um, I'll tell you what was wicked though. Um, it was funny. I'm glad you done it as well though. You got into the that that banana boat thing. Oh yeah, that was fun as well. That was crazy. So man. basically, before you, before you carry on, yeah. what what the options were that you either um have the uh, you either go with an uh, with the other group of people, yeah, or you do a private hire, and the private hire because it was fourteen of us actually worked out approximately the same, didn't it? Yeah, as doing like a regular hire. Yeah. So because it was fourteen of because if we did a private hire, we could do we did literally all the water sports available. Yeah. So that was pretty good, wasn't it? So like we did con- you, you did kayaking. Yeah. We did the banana no, boat on the yeah. speedboat. Them guys did. Surfboarding? Yeah, I don't. I don't, th- I don't think none of them. They went to do surfboarding, but yeah. I don't think none of them could do could surf stand yeah. for long enough. Because <laughs> they came uh, back looking miserable. <laughs> <laughs> they came back looking like they've drunk seawater. That they were in pain, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was awesome, wasn't it? Like having the whole boat to yourself. Yeah, I think and... that's what made it good, you know. Because yeah. I felt like because it was our group of friends. If it was anyone else, it would have felt rubbish. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you can manage to get fourteen of your friends or fourteen people that you know. Up definitely to, recommend 14 it. up to 20 and it basically oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah but yeah and you know you, like, this this particular one as well the lady done food as well mm. and um they done all types of food which is pretty cool except for vegetarian food yeah but that was pretty cool and uh the drinks you can you know bring your own booze as well man which was awesome so um, i think would you say those were the bigger things that we did in hong kong um yeah there's that and the other things that we did locally was we went to check out the nightlife yeah, the nightlife was awesome. Yeah, so like, we went to, to um uh, this area called LKF. Yeah, so LKF. And Sally's been practicing the. Have I? The name. LKF is a. Uh, <laughs> is it La 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 Lan Kwai Fong? Lan Kwai Fong. Oh, you could say, and you made me butcher yeah. it, you <laughs> punk. La, yeah. So basically, it's a small square of streets, a small square of streets in central Hong Kong. Mm. That is dedicated for um, uh, partying. Partying, basically. P a r t y, literally, man. It's like basically in in Hong Kong and in, I'm guessing in China, spaces are premium. So all the bars that are in this batch, what we noticed was very they're very tiny. So you're basically partying out on the streets. Yeah. And like the you know the clubs are playing the music and the people are serving the shots and obviously you got to go in to buy a shot but you can just drink anywhere and everywhere. And one weird thing as well is though, the thing about you drunk, you're getting drunk, you're getting high or whatever in this area. But some of the some of the areas, man, it's so steep. They're so steep. And you could literally like, roll down a street. But you know like how we were going to say, like Sonny just said that the space is a premium. So a lot of they got a like, lot of high rises. Yeah. And honestly, like when we were going through, this wasn't just in uh, LKF. This was just generally in Hong, in Hong Kong. Kong. Yeah. So when we were going in high rise buildings, yeah. they, had, they were using those things as a multi-purpose Things buildings that, basically yeah literally like basically yeah go on carry it. you know you, like we went to one one club in a high rise building so you know you you know the, the floor was level 3 where our club yeah. was but it must have stopped at level 2 and that opened up and it was just like a, a professional looking office yeah it was so weird then you opened up to level I don't know level 4 and that was another club yeah and that, that was, was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It was like he was in the Matrix. Like every time, yeah. the lift doors opened on a different floor. It was, it was something completely else. something different, wasn't yeah. it? It was like I've seen it. I remember seeing this in like comedy films or like you know in like in in, in cartoons where you yeah. know different floors have got something completely different. 
Yeah. Like, you know, there'd be like a posh restaurant or something. It was nuts. So that was amazing. But I mean, like the places that um, uh, our friends took us to, who are from, from Hong Kong. Yeah. They were pretty cool, weren't they? Yeah, they Is were. Is that where, that's not where that other place was, it? So Alkaif was different to Gulu Gulu. Yeah, uh, Gulu Gulu was in the Nutsford area okay, of Hong okay. Kong. So, so basically, um, uh, Alkaif was good, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's literally Hong Kong Party Central. Recommend yeah. going there on a Saturday. Because that's the night where everyone just goes nuts. Like so that was crazy. jamming. And yeah. uh, I mean, we mentioned um, uh, Gulu Gulu, which was like, a, it was, I would describe it as a sports bar, wasn't it? Yeah, it was It was nice though. It was a sports bar, like, you know, beer pong and sports games and yeah. bar sports. It was and a big like thing you have there, a couple right? of drinks, yeah. play darts or pool or yeah. um, play cards or whatever you wanted. And even that Chinese dice game as well, yeah. which, which I could I, not get I my head around. I not understand it at all. It was like... I was trying to play and then I just thought, you know what, yeah. <laughs> i got to give up. I think that on one of the first nights when, uh, was that at Gulu Gulu as well, where we played, we played this um, card game that we used to play in college called Bobby? That was, um, that was at the other place, isn't it? The, the other shisha place? Okay. Yeah. The small So box. basically we decided that we were going to play a card game from yeah. college, which hardly any of us could remember playing. Yeah. But then once we got into the flow of it. It was just hilarious, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. good. So, like, it was such a good chill. Like, you know, like, it was very different. Like, you know, like, you've been out all day. Yeah. Running around. And then in the evening or early hours of the morning. You just chill You're just out. sitting there, just chilling out, having drinks. Yeah. And playing cards and just watching the world go by in it. It was awesome. I think the thing I liked about the Knotsford area as well is that we went to that, that bar you talked about, Gulu Gulu. Basically, they had, um, so you had your, your ground area that was busy. You had your upstairs area that was busy as well, and then they had another secret chilled out area, yeah, which not not many people knew about, and it kind of felt like that was just their their getaway, yeah, from everything. So basically, our friend Nitin took us to a essentially, which was a secret a room, secret man. bar, yeah, and then the woman said that there's no space available here, yeah, and he said, "What well, about the bar upstairs?" And yeah. I think it was almost like she she didn't know about the bar upstairs yeah 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 yeah. That I wouldn't be weird, surprised man because yeah. our our tour guide our friend and tour guide Nitin we knew about he was the, this guy you know he wasn't even in the country yeah. and he was sending us itineraries every day man but yeah he knew about places that, which was in Hong Kong that was mental yeah so he knew about the secret rooms in the secret bars man basically yeah. is what this guy was doing but so, having him there made our life so much easier didn't it yeah yeah made, it because made we didn't trip, have man. to think about it yeah. Any other itinerary? Yeah. And we were getting told where to go places down to the individual stops that we need to get off at. Yeah. That was nuts. <laughs> yeah. And how much money to take with us, which yeah. was even better. I think um yeah, and it also does cut out a lot of um as you say, cut out a lot of thingies, isn't it? Um uh, the other thing that you can do to check out in um uh, Hong Kong as well is is the ladies market. Yeah, so that's in the Mancock area. Yeah. So the ladies market was uh, pretty cool, isn't it? So you can like do loads of haggling and trading and you can buy loads of loads of variety of different things. Yeah. But just... I think when you go to the ladies market, obviously you got to haggle and things. But I think like be playful with it and have fun with it. Yeah. Like whatever you do, there's no point disrespecting the people because, you know, they're there to make a profit. Absolutely. They've got bills to pay. Yeah. And whatever you pay is not going to be that much really, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like when we were when we were there, we were like, like we knew what we were going to pay yeah and even if they asked for like 10 more 20 more it's only a pound two pound yeah do you know what i mean it's not like mega bucks i think the thing with the ladies market as well is that it's obviously um the whole area of mancock you know you got your legit shops as well and then you go into the ladies market 
and it is filled with quite a lot of um, fake products. So you got to be really careful what you buy. Yeah. Um, but some of the stuff was pretty cool. It looked alright. Um, there was some, there were some weird things I saw, man. They had like Batman toys, yeah. and it was like Batman's part of the Avengers, and I was thinking this is so fake. <laughs> but it was funny. That was pretty cool. And I tell you what's funny though, we went to the ladies' market once. And uh, we've been walking around all day. Can you imagine this? Like the fourth, fifth day into the into our trip, and our mate Roman just sits down, and then he then he starts like me and him start pretend like haggling. Yeah. And Roman's there pretend to be like, you know, how much you want to pay for this, and uh, you know, give me uh, fifty dollars, whatever. And I started like pretending and like, haggling with him, and then some random dude turns up out of nowhere, and uh, there's uh, two Indian, well, one Indian guy and one other guy was like from Pakistan, and he's like, look. <laughs> Look, yeah. look! This this guy's from Pakistan as well. <laughs> I started laughing, man. So they thought that your pretend haggling with was, Roman, um, yeah, uh, um, was part of the. Well, they, were, they thought it was legit because um, a lot of people started started gathering around Roman to buy things, and I was thinking, oh god, you know, we don't actually work here. Because <laughs> imagine if we get like record, yeah, we get thinged by the authorities, man. Because you're not allowed to do any like. Free, not any any voluntary work there either, you know. Yeah. So basically, Ladies Market, if you're gonna check it out, is on Tung Choi Street, and uh, there's loads of MTR stations nearby, so you can go to from like Mongkok Station or Mongkok East Station. Um. Uh, so even if you just ask anyone about it, they will know where it is. So it's pretty uh good to check it out. Yeah. I think um. What else? What else do we do, man? I think we've done we've done a lot, man. So we also went to do the Chinese massage. Oh, that was pretty cool. So, basically, everywhere you go into Hong Kong and you're going to see so many signs for foot massage. But... Some of them are foot massages. In air quotes. And some of them are actual foot massages. Yeah. So, yeah. we, as a group, uh, a mixed group, uh, myself, Jazz, Roman and Hops, I'm putting everyone in it now yeah. in case something happens. So, we went to the first two places we went to and the lady was like, What? You actually want a foot massage? Yeah. <laughs> we don't do we those. Don't do those. We don't do those kind of foot massages. So uh, she was like, "Okay." So we we're like, "Okay." Well, we kind of got the understanding of what's happening here. Then we went to another place, and when when I made a half said, "Look, I'm looking for a foot massage," she was like, "Ew, I ain't touching no one's feet." <laughs> <laughs> so she literally shooed us out of the shop because she was like, "No, we're busy in it." Yeah. So we're like, "Okay." So we're walking down, walking down, and we found a legit foot massage place. Foot massage place that does everything, and it was. You could tell it was legitimate because they had the stuff out there in the shop front and it was yeah. it was good. So basically we paid about $220. Which was... For, which works about 22, 23 quid. That was good, man, for an yeah. hour. That was for an hour foot massage and back massage. Yeah. And everyone enjoyed it apart from... Sunday. No, I enjoyed it, but yeah. man, I must have some carrying a lot of tension and nuts, man. Because yeah. every time like this lady had like hands of steel, man. Yeah. Literally, man. She was like, she was like the immortal Iron Fist. Mm. Uh, probably not the best terminology to use yeah. fist but anyway she had hands of steel man yeah. so every time she was touching like a part of my body man it was like she was just like hitting she hitting was the nerves hit, literally so hitting the nerves and it was, at one point man she had me in like in some sort of wrestling move Yeah. and I was like oh my god is this even part of the thing or she just but it was painful man but it was good though it basically I felt much relaxed afterwards and uh, I think I must have some like sort of issue I got like super sensitive nerves <laughs> I'm like that dude from was it Unbreakable yeah so you was uh, Breakable Breakable yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely man <laughs> but we um, definitely recommend getting a legit check it out. foot massage yeah 
But I think the other thing that we did was well, we generally had a look around Hong Kong and just the sky views. The, the skyline. The skyline, yeah. The skyline was amazing. We went to a few bars as well, some um, rooftop bars. Yeah. And we went, one of, we went to the highest bar in the world. Ozone. Yeah. Which, which was recommended by our friend Anu. Anu, yeah. And she didn't go with us, but she recommended it. Yeah. And she wanted to come, but she couldn't. So that that was pretty cool, wasn't it? That like, was a fancy man because that was in the yeah. Ritz Carlton. Yeah. So you got in a massive, you got in this building, and then you get to the Ritz Carlton, and then you from the Ritz Carlton you go up to the Ozone Bar. Yeah. And wow, you know, it was first time I went to the bar, and I felt this is awesome. Like normally I don't really like the feel of how a bar is, hmm. but this was like I love this man. This was amazing. Like I felt like it wasn't as wanky, but it was nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was cool. So um the ozone I'm trying to figure out how high up it is. So it's um uh, bloody hell I can't really find a thing. But anyway, it's the highest bar in the world. Yeah. I was trying to find how high it was. I think it's on like the three hundredth floor or something and you take like a lift up there. Yeah. And uh that gives you it, it makes your ears pop, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're travelling so fast and it's so um, uh, like it's so high up, like yeah. But I mean, we didn't manage to get the view, check out the views because it'd been raining. But well, it's been storming it. Yeah, it was storming it. Yeah. But if you do get to check it out, definitely have a look. That was amazing, and I think another thing that I liked went to was I was the harbor. The harbor, yeah. So, so our friend Anu took us to the harbor, which was awesome. Yeah. So you basically, you know, it's a night time, and the entire but the entire city is just lit up with these natural lights. Yeah. And you're there and you walk across the harbour. We walked across the harbour, we saw that as well. Then we jumped onto a ferry. Yeah, which from... can use your octopus card as well. Yeah. And it's what, like 50 pence? I think it's like, yeah, something like that. It yeah. Works out. So it worked out really cheap to travel in a ferry to central Hong mm. Kong, which was awesome. So the central Hong Kong is just another stop, stop away. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's, yeah. That was, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? So we went at night and it was quite a good experience. Yeah. And I think we ended up getting some ice creams and things, which there was loads of like food vendors were there, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, um, so if you wanted to get anything. The food was all pretty decent as well, man. Yeah. Like the street food was nice. Yeah. So we had like fish balls, squid balls and something else. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I didn't, it took a while for us to get used to what the food was. Yeah. Um, And also McDonald's was definitely a saviour. Yeah. But the, I always find the McDonald's like, this McDonald's in China was so much better than what we get here. Yeah. You get like spicy McChicken sandwiches. Yeah. You get, you know, you get apple pie with ice cream. Yeah. You know, that's like a with loads of hot fudge. And then you could also get like fries and you could get like a salt, which is, might be like honey barbecue salt. Oh, you still got that in it? And you can mix it up, yeah. Where so, is that? You need to... <laughs> we still I'll got that. in my bag. Yeah, yeah, we still yeah. got that. And also the McDonald's breakfast in Hong Kong is so much better. You get pancakes, you get syrup yeah. everything man that was I think amazing. the other place that our friend took us to was called um, Fusion Sushi yeah that was nice yeah so that was in like uh, Hong Kong yeah sorry not Hong Kong I'm saying Hong Kong so that was um, um, like uh, one of the well known places that we went to wasn't it yeah that was nice as well man like having the Fusion Sushi place like our mate Roman for the first time tried um, tried sushi vegetarian sushi for the yeah. first time and he said he loved it yeah. and I think I'm um, I do enjoy eating sushi and I think having that was, that was amazing that was amazing sushi that was so that was like a little restaurant yeah. or thing that our friend recommended and the other place that we went to as well was was the um, uh, 
best say it's right the Chu Siwa restaurant Siwa restaurant yeah yeah so Siwa restaurant is Siwa a restaurant. Um, chain of uh, Chinese restaurants yeah and uh, really really good food as well so really decent food and just everywhere just packed like this even though it's a chain restaurant it's kind of like their Nando's would you say um, yeah I think so so they've yeah. got like about 35 branches in Hong Kong and yeah. two branches in Macau and 22 branches in mainland China so it's like one of these companies that's a limited company and it's listed publicly in Hong Kong on the stock exchange that's mental isn't it yeah so it's quite a popular um, destination for uh, nightclubbers they were, like they were saying like um, basically in Hong Kong like there's so much places to eat that people don't even cook at home yeah like we're very limited cooking, very limited it? yeah because yeah. it's the food's there and it's tasty mm. where else did we get up to uh, I think we haven't actually said why we went okay. so we, we went because it was our friend's um, uh, wedding reception yeah so we basically they had a wedding in UK yeah and then because they those guys are from Hong Kong they said they were going to have a wedding reception there and they invited us guys along. Yeah. And they had two parties there. So they had one that was, they called it an Indian reception. Yeah. Which was basically like their close family. And uh, the family, that that was pretty cool, wasn't it? That so was that was like tamarind. a tamarind restaurant. Yeah. And it was it had a rooftop terrace. That was And awesome. you could see a view of the harbour, which, which was amazing, nice. wasn't yeah. it? So it was a really nice view. The food there was pretty good. Wicked, yeah. Uh, the service was good as well in that yeah. restaurant. And... Uh, Good party, man. Enjoyed it. That was a really good party. Fun yeah. party, in a year. And uh, the other party that they had was, they were calling it a Chinese party because it wasn't the theme, obviously, because they're in China, aren't they? Yeah. Or Hong Kong, even. But it was because they'd invited a lot more of their Chinese friends. Yeah. And the food they were serving was... Chinese food. Very, and... very yeah. Chinese, wasn't it? So we ended up having like a nine-course meal Chinese meal and that was awesome that yeah. was um, so basically the groom's dad the groom's dad is a well known actor in China and he for this party Kong, you yeah. know, for this party he invited his cast and all his friends and you know it was just amazing all these like TV personalities yeah. that and were we amazing. were basically sitting in a party and we got the like the literally who's who's of Hong Kong and obviously we don't even like we don't watch any of these shows so we don't know who who's we're sitting next yeah. to in it or you know who anyone is but just seeing the reaction of the staff yeah. and all the people we knew that everyone's like wow this person's here and they're trying to like get pictures and get yeah. people taking selfies and it was just amazing and like the entertainment was banging as well there was but some, s- of the, some, some of the people definitely look like movie stars you know about the women and it <laughs> yeah like the women and the guys as well like you know like they definitely looked like they were yeah. definitely movie stars yeah, everyone looked I like, think yeah looked I think out of the two parties that was probably like one of my most favourite ones I think because it's obviously we never experienced yeah, yeah that's what I never experienced that. and I think like you know the staff um, at the because obviously we were sat down and like it was two tables that were the VIP tables which was the family table and uh, our table which was the friends table and that was I thought yeah I thought like uh, like we, we were obviously sitting in the middle of it weren't we yeah. because we were like with the, we could see everything yeah that was awesome but um, the thing that I liked about it was that the staff there in that place and I think just the people in general were so attentive weren't they yeah like they were like almost catering for our every need the word, they were man. catering for needs that I didn't even know I had. Basically. Like what? <laughs> so like basically, I put my jacket on the back of the chair. Yeah. And all of a sudden, somebody appears with a cover to protect my jacket on the back of my chair. And they put it over your over jacket, my jacket and the chair. And basically, it stops anybody from touching it. Yeah. 
any food from getting on it and stop it from getting creased. That's mental, man. Which I was like, this is amazing. But we, we had the nine course meal, which you were saying, but the food kept getting ramped up each each menu. Know, it was, it was, man. It was like, he started off with scallops and broccoli and you're thinking, I can do this, yeah. man. I can do this. And then he goes to fish fin soup shark fin soup and that's hit that got, got me man that got me man the shark fin soup got me man i, I could do i could do the sea cucumber yeah and i was like i don't i don't know what this meant to taste like but yeah. it tastes okay yeah but when it gets to the shark fin soup i'm like oh my god this really tastes fishy is what yeah, I this tastes like. like this tastes like shark fin soup yeah i think i preferred i for the first time me and jazz tried uh chicken feet yeah for the first time and uh Man, we could put up a video of that if you want, but yeah, chicken feet for the first time. It was tasty than expected. Yeah. If if you said to me before this, shark fin soup or chicken feet, I'd be like, shark, shark fin, fin soup. soup yeah. But trust me, chicken feet was much tastier than... Yeah, the shark fin soup was yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... But I'm glad that we got to try different foods because obviously that's the whole thing we went there. Yeah. You know, like, we could talk about Mackey's as much as we want, but... Yeah, I good. thought the, that whole Chinese party was amazing, basically. Good experience, man. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I mean generally What were the things That you enjoyed I mean the party Was the most enjoyable thing For me Yeah I think, I think um, yeah. Sorry I think Yeah definitely The boat party And just the whole thing Man like You know I think them guys All made it really good Mavs that knitting And um, I knew and Tej Them guys made it really Like they, You know They made us feel welcome And the whole yeah. thing And then obviously Travelling with the group Yeah um, I think I think for me like the sightseeing was good. Yeah. But I think the most amazing thing was like going with a big group of people yeah. and having the same experiences and just basically just having a laugh, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean that added an extra dimension to the holiday. Yeah. Which made it feel like you was at home basically because yeah, you were chilling yeah, yeah. with friends. That's true, man. Because yeah. it, and you also felt because we had that the insider knowledge of them guys are like it didn't feel like you know, obviously we we're on holiday but we didn't we don't feel touristy. Yeah. Like we felt like yeah it's like we're in a regular. And I think what I also enjoyed as well it was we keep calling the MTR was a mass uh, rail system or mass transit system. MTR? Yeah. Mass transit system. Um, that was so efficient as well. It was mm. al- almost foolproof. Yeah. Until I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, they, were, they, they weren't expecting this. Yeah. You know, it literally tells you, you know, normally when you're on a train or you're on the metro, it tells you, you know, which which side are you going to get off and you don't know. But this gives you a massive uh, green uh, light. Green light. That get up on this side. Get off on this side. And there was times where Sunny was standing on the wrong side of the door. Oh my God. But, but yeah. was there anything that you didn't like? Or? Um, to be honest with you, no, I think I enjoyed most of it, man. I want you know, I definitely recommend it. I've been telling people, get yourself, ask, get your ass to Hong Kong. I think uh, the only thing that I didn't like was that I thought it was too short. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I enough. think we could have stayed there longer. And yeah. I kind of feel that we could have chilled with them. Um, with our, our friends, group and yeah. friends more but because we were there for a wedding obviously them guys had things to sort out yeah. family to chill with and just things to do but I mean overall I would definitely recommend checking out Hong Kong yeah. if you got time and I would definitely have it on your list of things to do and things to do and places to visit yeah. even if you just visited for a short time I mean yeah you could literally spend about a week there on it yeah so that kind of brings that episode to the to an end and that was a really quick whistle top stop tour of hong kong from our point of view and i think we could we could have talked about it even longer really couldn't we? i think yeah man i think um i think we could do but i think you know what we need to wrap it up and we need to wrap it up so yeah. thanks for listening to our bonus episode of we don't do stuff so tune them account everybody that means no problems and i'm just gonna give a quick shout out to um the bride and groom mini and paul and just want to say uh, congratulations once again and uh thank you and i'm independent thanks for listening bye bye